Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, our comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by... As always, Stephen Bagliaco. And... Anthony Galati. It's nice to see you all again. What? Oh, he rug-pulled you guys, you son of a bitches. See, this is why you're not supposed to support him. He does things like this. What did I do wrong? (laughs) What the fuck did did I do wrong? (laughs) I don't don't, don't see what the hubbub is He knows what he did. You know. He knows what he did. Mm, all right. Fine. Fine. <laughs> look, look at him mugging to the camera, this <laughs> son of a bitch. I do it. Someone was trying to mouth along with the intro. And <laughs> <I'm> like, ah! <laughs> They're all fucked up. What's happening, fellas? Oh, nothing. You Not know. much. Yeah. Just hanging out. Down yeah. the street. The same old thing we did two minutes ago. Oh, that 90s show. It's here again. <laughs> Got the guy. Wait, is that what that's from? Yeah. Hanging out. The theme song to that 70s show. The which is now that 90s show. And the whole cast is back. And everybody's real excited about I it. I watched it. You did? Yeah. What did you think? You like them? It's enjoyable. You uh, like it? I got to say, the humor is in line with the original. You were a big fan of the original. I lo- I don't love the original, but mm-hmm. it was one of those shows where I like it. And whenever it was on, I would watch it. Like mm-hmm. it more than And fun. I've seen it. It's better than Friends. You sure? Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it is. It's better than Seinfeld? It's no. like, like it's in like that Just Shoot Me level where it's like, I never went out of my way to watch it, but I've seen like every episode. I think Just Shoot Me is better. Just Shoot Me is better, but I'm saying as far as like, I would like the way I feel to, about it. I'd you know? like one of you to just shoot me in this conversation. <laughs> well, you all hate right, sitcoms. Right. Steve. Steve's modern TV guy. Go. It has to be single camera, fake uh, it, documentary single. shit. I think Brian will agree with me wholeheartedly with sure. this statement. Yeah. The 90s had the best sitcoms. Correct. Steven, top five ninety sitcoms. Go. Fresh Prince. Okay. Full House. You're an idiot. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not done. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the one uh, with Tim Allen? T- uh, Home, Home Improvement. Home Improvement. That's a good one. Dinosaurs. Oh, my God. You have the taste <laughs> which of, is an, just, of an imbecile. Which is just... <laughs> Which is just home improvement with dinosaurs, right? No, no it's, it's like, like isn't it Roseanne? Yeah, 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 yeah. Roseanne. Yeah, uh, I don't think I'd put Roseanne on there. You need one more. I need one more. Uh, Frasier. <laughs> Frasier's good. Frasier's yeah. funny. There you go. Wow. You know, Frasier has an alternate name, Ambien, because <laughs> whenever it comes on, I go the right to fuck to sleep. You don't like Frasier? <laughs> no. My wife's been playing Frasier as we go to bed. Oh, I'm so... Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean, yeah. Ambien is also the it's really t- rel. It's rel. It's really well written. Ambien is also the other title for the Cosby Show. Now, <laughs> that's how they repackage it. <laughs> so, what's your top five? Since you ninety uh, sitcoms, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of you. Let's see. Well, what Seinfeld. We that's number Obviously. one. Yeah. Um, I just shoot me is very good. I uh, Frazier's going to go on my list. I like the nanny. Nanny. Okay. Nanny. I could respect yeah, that. Actually, um, didn't pop in my head, but. Did I say just shoot me? Yeah. yeah you um, did. You yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear came a little later. I'm not going to put that in the 90s. Okay. Same with Raymond, although Raymond kind of is lame. Um, King of Queens. Bad. That's two, oh, that I two, love King of isn't Queens. Isn't that 2000? I think it's, it's yeah, 2000s, 2000s, 90s, yeah. I'll go with Roseanne. Roseanne's great. Okay. okay yeah. I think you need one more. No. So you had no. We did this already. We've done it twice. How many times are we going to do the sitcom thing? So he's probably going to be <laughs> no. Brian's same, out. He doesn't right? get to give his five. He's out. All right, good. <laughs> hey, I was just going to say Seinfeld five times. <laughs> See what you get for supporting his ideas. 
But that's not why we're here. No, good transition. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the classical musics, the opera. The opera. High art, fine art. Yes. The peak of human civilization, some might say. Some might say. Wow. Okay. Amadeus. Amadeus. Mozart. Yes. Amadeus. Amadeus. <laughs> that's my problem with the movie. What? You sing that? No. Any, anytime I hear Amadeus in my head. You hear Falco. I hear Falco. Amadeus, Amadeus. Do you like your Commissar too? I don't know that one. Has that? Don't turn around. Uh -oh. oh, okay. Yeah, that's Falco. That's Falco. Only his version was German. Ah. <laughs> so this was, uh, this was my pick. Yeah. And uh, I guess I'll, I'll ask you guys. First thoughts. Experience. Well, this is one of my favorite movies. Um, okay. it is, I can confidently say this is one of the greatest films ever made. And I don't, I think a lot of people feel that way. I didn't, uh, when I first saw it, cause I was in like sixth grade, mm -hmm. I watched it again in like seventh and you haven't seen it since. And I haven't seen it since. So I never really, in my case, I'd never really watched it until today or, I, or until when I did watch every it. so often I get the hankering to put this on and I, and I watch, I it. wanted to watch it immediately after I ended again. It. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I have to agree with you. It might be one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. It it's, might be top five, it's if not. stunningly beautiful to look at. Utterly insane. The production is like one of the best ever. Yeah. The depth. The acting is stupendous. It won so many awards. And it's, it's, just, it's just a wonderful film all around. I think. Yeah. Will, will Brian? Get into it, yeah. I hated it. <laughs> It stinks. Nobody likes <laughs> operas. Jay Sherman here. It stinks. <laughs> no, I only ever saw Amadeus once before. Oh, my God. This is only my Long second time, time watching it. Long time ago you saw it? I saw, you showed it to me once. You and I watched it together? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was when I watched it. I Probably thought, teenagers. Yeah, I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. Haven't seen it since. Watched it again. My opinion has not changed. It is a great movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's awesome. It's like as it's so close to a perfect movie. It's perfect movie. You know what I mean? But it's like perfect. it's firing on all cylinders. Acting, production, design. It's everything you could like about movies yeah. in a movie. Like I, uh, yeah. I've never been as blown away by production in any other movie than the way I am with this one. Mm. It's the costumes and the setting the set pieces crazy. are so fucking crazy good. Like you just they can't be the story just the story the story's beautiful the story's yeah. utterly insane compared to anything that we see nowadays and you don't get the depth like this because realistically and there's absolutely no action <laughs> it's no action at all yeah. but this is an opera it's you just, watched an opera yeah. it's just people talking in some like ballet yeah and it's utterly brilliant everything about it i was shocked it actually made me feel bad that we don't have stuff like this anymore this just doesn't get made. This would be a streaming. This, this would be a streaming series. A series. It'd be a six-part series about Mozart. It'd be, It'd be so that mad. that Anya Taylor Joy plays chess show. <laughs> Did you watch that? No. Is that a real Me show? Either. Yeah. People love it. I never saw it. Yeah, it's about a chess champion. Really? She Are you fucking with chess? Me? Supposedly, it's brilliant. Yeah. Every, <laughs> hey, I mean, this I have brilliant. never. I, I have never heard a bad word about it. The yeah. Queen's Gambit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I heard honestly, name. I just hear series and I'm automatically turned off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I only have room in my life for one series. What's that? <laughs> and, <laughs> no, it's called Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> that um, features some classical music too. I think the Seinfeld, Seinfeld theme is up there with like any Mozart. <laughs> 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 
that's just like piano bass. concerto in C. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's my boy, Tom Wolf. <laughs> uh, Brain, what do you know about Milos Forman? Milos Forman. So I know that our friend's father was in a trauma movie playing a character named Milos Forman, F-O-R-E-M-A-N, uh-huh. and he is named after the director in that movie. Uh-huh. Milos Forman is a fantastic director. What else did he do? Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, fuck. Ooh. Honestly, one of the greatest <laughs> directors ever and is not spoken enough as highly as he should be. Mm-hmm. So let's take a look at his... Uh, filmography real quick just for the hits um and some of these we will be doing on here probably cuckoo's nest we won't do yeah nice we've talked about it before yep uh the people versus larry flint okay a movie i love that movie i've never seen it yeah it's great um man on the moon like flint that's my favorite movie (laughs) great man Man on the moon we could do man on the moon oh that's uh 100 could do andy coffee yeah yeah. Uh, jim carrey we should do uh, okay. He did hair. Oh, ra- he did hair and ragtime shit. We're not gonna watch. Rag and Bone Man. Mm. Rag and Bone Man. Yeah. Hold up, is it a lie? <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm only human after all. You have the voice of an angel. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but Milos Forman is a fantastic director, and this was like perfection. Yeah. Like you do this in Cuckoo's Nest, you're like you don't need to do anything yeah, you're else. Good. Yeah, you're yeah. Good. yeah. You get that Ford Coppola. Stack. You yeah. achieved it. You, you achieved perfection, which is hard to say for any modern film. But yeah, should we jump in? Um, should we do some background? Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> realistically, the background is the start of the movie. You know, yeah. He's a young kid, and apparently he's a genius composer, but it seems like his father's the one who's Well, he's not the one him. telling... Mozart is not the one telling the story. It's Salieri. Yes, the story is about Salieri. That's what's great about it. It's the story of someone told through their, like, rival. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, Right off the bat, before anyone jumps down our throats, yes, we know it's not accurate. No. We know it's, like... What? (laughs) Only some of it is accurate. Um, It's taken from, like, kind of local folklore. It's taken from rumor. Mm -hmm. Um, From what I... So the whole movie's about... Salieri killing Mozart, right? Yes. Or he... Uh, and by the way, they're pussies back then. When our musicians kill each other, usually it's in a gangbang shot in an elevator. Right. And mm-hmm. then they make a song about it. Right. Who shot you? Who shot you? Yeah. Yeah, they, they make a whole they career They taunt you. Yeah. <laughs> whole careers are made because of um, that. It's about... Uh, Salieri in the beginning is saying, like, I killed you and... He believes he kills him. You don't really know in the beginning. Mozart died in 1791. Mm. Um, and Salary was alive, and I don't know if they did they know each other. I know oh, they yeah. might have yeah. been. They were like yes, acquaintances, yes, yes, but they yes. weren't like we'll friends. Get, we'll get a little deeper into it as we get through the movie. Yeah. But um, I'll just say this right at the beginning. Salieri, uh, Mozart died in 1791. From what I understand, it was a bad streptococcus case. He had, he had strep ah, throat, ah, and he couldn't shake it. not what I heard. Um, towards the end of his life... Right before he died, he said to his wife, as they were traveling through the co- on a coach one day, um, I think I'm being poisoned. I can't figure out why I'm so sick. Mm-hmm. And she is the one that started the rumor that it was Salieri poisoning uh, him. And so, all- so she and slandered this man. She slandered this man. At the time, This keep in mind, this is the time of the French Revolution and all that, um, 
this is before they could chopped off Louis' head, but yes. you know, the people had already risen up two years earlier. There was a lot of nationalism going around, and a lot of that was German nationalism. And always scary when that pops up. Right. <laughs> um, the people that controlled the Austrian um, you know, music scene were Italians. Mm-hmm. And we see that in the movie. The yeah. rumors really got out and of And because this is all part of the Holy Roman Empire. Yeah. The people that, that uh, like, the people in the street would say, like, oh, yeah, the Italians, fuck them. They killed Mozart, you know? So <laughs> okay. Things keep going, and now yeah. it comes Snowball. down to us today. You know? What and mafia? This movie really fucking <laughs> amplifies it, obviously. People, people watch this movie, and they think it's fact. Well, the movie yeah. is also based on a play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the, mm-hmm. like the play was big and successful, and then the movie blew it up where everybody sees it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's a massive hit. And I believe modern archaeology would say, or medicine would say, that he, Mozart didn't die from strep. Oh, no? No. Uh, there was a, like, a growth in his skull, apparently. What? Yeah. I, I briefly read yeah, this. Well, you I didn't fact, hear about this at you all. You can fact check me. Okay. Um... But they think when he was drunk, he fell, and he hit his head. Maybe. And but he's definitely ill. From then, it expanded, and that's what got him even more sick, because mm-hmm. his body's fighting off this thing, and, you know, one thing led to those. So maybe the strep did kill him, but it wasn't the real underlying cause behind it. Wow. Um, All right. So there then, was craniofacial yes. dysmorphism yeah. in Mozart's skull, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this fucking German guy just say flat out, yes, we know what killed him. It was streptococcus. Nope. No, they didn't. <laughs> he lied to me. He lied. <laughs> he lied. Because <laughs> um, they, they believe they found his remains and looked at it. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are you guys at with uh, classical music? Uh, I think. Do you ever listen to it? Occasionally, yeah. I'll throw it Who's on. your favorite composer? I mean, it's Mozart just because of the fucking movie. I'll, I'll be honest. It's not like I'm going, I'm searching out classical composers. But I love this movie. I love the music in this movie. The soundtrack is obviously insanely good. Yeah, it's great. Um, so, yeah, every so often I'll throw on Don Giovanni. <laughs> I'll put on the magic flute. Okay. You know, um, these things are very good. Yeah. Uh, Steven throws on the magic flute <laughs> into his mouth when he's blowing you. When you see... Fantastic joke. Wait, but Steve, real yeah. quick, who's your favorite composer? Mm, toss up between Beethoven or Tchaikovsky. Okay. It's Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. I, I'm a Vivaldi man. Oh. Vivaldi. I like Vivaldi. Do you like Handel? Not familiar. No, yeah, he's up there, too. Wagner? Okay. How about Wagner? <laughs> Wagner's not allowed in my house. <laughs> but, um... So, do, you, do you listen to classical I do sometimes? listen to a lot of classical music. You do? Yeah. yeah. Especially now that, like, we're having the baby. Like, I... Oh, classical I, baby. A classical baby, yeah. Yes. Amadeus Rupert. <laughs> I think I you, also, you put uh... The speaker, like, right up to your wife's, uh... I do. Full blast? Do? Full uh, blast yeah, I, right? I put you make the music. stand there. <laughs> put it on 11. So I play like classical. You hear that? This is good stuff, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> I play classical music for the baby in the womb. That's smart. Really? And like You're the baby to. like moves around and stuff. And we were having like this special scan done the other day. And the woman was like, your baby like is not. We can't get it. Your baby needs to move. And I was like, I got the thing to make my baby move. And I put on my baby's favorite song. Which is? Ode to Joy. Wow. And she started nice. rocking out in the womb. Yeah. I think I have and, a and, good appreciation for classical. And one other thing, I found this out today. My baby has another favorite song. 
If she hears smells like teen spirit, she goes ape shit. Wow. She's a real uh, She's a grunger. She's a Gen Xer. Yeah. Yeah. Good. (laughs) Raising them right already. Now, I think I have a, an appreciation for classical because I did play uh, classical instruments growing up. Strings. Mr. I played a uh, violin, uh, acoustic guitar, you know. So I was in Mr. Blaine's so. strings class, too. Yeah, but I believe you had a problem. Yes, I was very bad in it. I didn't <laughs> practice. And I got away for two entire years in the class with turning the bow. I played violin. I would turn yeah. the bow so did I. upside down. So that when the when it moved across the strings, it would make Still no makes sound. Noise. It was mute. Yes, yeah. but it wasn't loud enough to be heard above the rest of the orchestra. Yeah. So he had no idea that I was doing this. No and idea. For two what you years, doing. I got away with it. And then one day, he saw me. And he how did he see you? I, he he, he looks at you. You look at the orchestra. He saw me do it, and he made me stand up. He berated me in front of the class. And asked the class, what is wrong with this? And he demonstrated what I was doing, and he made them answer, like, why I was a piece of shit. <laughs> and then he threw me out of the class, and I wasn't allowed to come back. You got ah. whiplashed. Yeah. <laughs> I was sent to ceramics. I had to go make pots. Oh, that's so funny. Yes. I, I was in... Uh... You went from Amadeus to Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is funny, because in the opening scene in the movie is oh, everybody's favorite guy, the get-off-my-train guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I made it, I made it to a symphonic orchestra. Oh, so you I were good. A, I was a, No, I wasn't the best. I was a second violinist. But you so were good. You, I, was, I was good enough to be in symphonic, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we see our fa- like one of the best guys from Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Get off my train. Doctor, He's a lot nicer in this movie. And also, yeah. Dr. Kaufman <laughs> from uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, yeah. I am just a professional doing a job. Uh, so am I. <laughs> and we get, I guess we get the opening of this movie. Salieri freaking the fuck out. Mom, I killed you. <laughs> now, I've, and he I've, slits his own throat. I've seen he this movie many himself, times. Yes. Every time I've ever seen it was a director's cut. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's not in it. So no. I, I looked it up a little. Yeah. The original cut of the movie was PG. Mm-hmm. Okay. No tits. And the reason for it is apparently the studio was worried about, like, they're like MTV is huge. They're like, what year is this? The movie, uh, it is released. I think it comes out 1984, okay. September 1984. So they are worried about MTV. Why? This is what the director said. The studio was like, who the fuck wants to watch a movie about classical music when everything is MTV and edgelord Uh, shit? So they were like... be watching Rod Stewart. Exactly. So they were like, we need to make this PG so we can get the biggest audience possible. Mm -hmm. And they do, and the movie's a hit. And years later, when they were releasing the DVD, he's like, well, I want to put out my version as I wanted it to be. And that's the version I've only ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, on the DVD. Which is um, the best version? But yeah, Salieri locks himself in his bedroom and tries to slit his own throat. Yeah. Now, he did, uh, from what I understand in real life, actually try to kill himself. Yes. Really? This only lent itself to all the rumors and stuff. He was an yeah. old man at the time. Yeah. He was in the 1820s. I believe mainly um, because of those rumors, like, his life got fucked up. Yes. And he basically, like, went insane. And he actually told people, like, they think I killed Mozart, but I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like I am racked with guilt that people think like, I'm a murderer. He's like I'm supposed to have killed him. I didn't do it. Yeah, he was a fan. Um, <laughs> Mozart wrote letters about like to people, and he he said in them that um, Salieri had gone to see him at the when he 
debuted the magic flute and he loved it and they were like pals. Yeah, they were like acquaintances. Yeah, I mean, they were contemporary yeah. musicians in the same field. But that folklore will get you. Yeah. Well, he this is in real life. He attempted suicide. Yeah. Uh, he was committed to medical care. He suffered dementia for the last year and a half of his life. And he died at age 74. I am so you. <laughs> so far. All right. There's a couple of movies and actors where everything they say is like, God damn, this is good. Daniel Day-Lewis and Gags in New York, everything he fucking says is amazing. Mm-hmm. The actor in this that plays- F. Murray, F. Murray Abraham. F. Murray, everything he says in this is gold. Yeah. It's gold. It's this, is the, this is the best performance of his career, and he never came close to these heights again. No, How can you? What else did it's he do? It's Scarface- being all coked up and getting thrown out of a helicopter. Uh, <laughs> you may remember him from Star Trek Insurrection as one of ah, the stretchy faces. <laughs> <laughs> leave me alone. I cannot leave a soul in pain. Do you know who I am? All men are equals in the eyes of God. Are they? <laughs> and right uh, off the bat, it's uh, like, they? holy crap. Yeah. Like, um, So yeah, so they take him to the nut hut. <laughs> so real so quick, crazy. real quick, yeah. F. Murray Abraham, while we're talking about him. Oh, sure. <laughs> I was waiting for the story. All right. Sure. <laughs> Every time I see him, this comes to mind. Uh-huh. Do you want to tell this? No, you do it. So we were told by our old boss. Yes, at Applebee's. At Applebee's. That I forget why we were talking. Maybe we were talking about Amadeus. We were talking about F. Murray Abraham. Yeah. And he's like, I. As you know, as teen boys will do, <laughs> they just have protracted conversations about the great F. Murray Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerds. Other people don't do that. <laughs> you nerds. We are three best AF Murray Abraham performances. <laughs> Amade- rank them Amadeus, Insurrection, or Dude in Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you guys have always been 30. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he told us that he grew up around F. Murray Abraham. Yes. Really? And he used to fuck F. Murray Abraham's his daughter. daughter. Yeah, he used to go what? to F. Murray Abraham's house and fuck his daughter. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. That's believable. Because why would you make that up? Yeah, that's so fucking like, batshit crazy. It's a weird thing. <laughs> it makes no sense. Why would you pick him? <laughs> or he's picking... He the, came in the room know? and he's like, you guys are talking about F. Murray Abraham, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> daughter's got a great body. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> I think of it every time I see him. Yeah. And, um, That's very funny. But yeah, so uh, he's in the he's in the insane asylum <laughs> for trying to kill and it himself. is a wacky yeah. hallway with wacky things happening. It's just yeah. insanity. Yes, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. and a priest is coming to have a discussion with him. Yeah, hear his confession, yep. whatever. Because he heard a rumor that he was saying he killed Mozart. Yes, he came to see if that was true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we uh, hear his story. Yes. So uh, Salieri. All he ever wanted to do was uh, be a banker. Banker, <laughs> yeah, banker. That's right. Yeah. I always wanted to be a banker. That's why he tried to kill himself. Right. He was unable to realize his dream. And his friend, of being a banker, was coming to console him. Yes, but he was speeding. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got pulled over. Right. <sighs> he's kicked in the head by Joe Davola. Well, he starts playing tunes, and he's like, you know this one? You know this yes. one? And the priest is like, no, I don't know. And he but goes, he plays Mozart. It, ah, ah, yes, I know that one. That's a lovely tune. That was you? Oh, that's what? That's nah. charming. Nah, that wasn't me. That was, that was Mozart. Mozart. That was Mozart. 
And how accurate is that? Like, it's um, the modern people would probably pick that out over most any people oh, would o- most people would only recognize Mozart Beethoven. or Beethoven. Yeah. That's it. There are certain classical pieces that everybody like. If you heard "Flight of the Valkyries," yeah, you know what it is, yeah, you know, okay. he, from what I understand, was very big in Paris. Oh, uh, the French Sa- liked him. Salieri was a completely accomplished composer. He was the core composer in Vienna. Yeah, um, and the Parisians loved him. Apparently, now did his music, you know, tests uh, stand the test of centuries? Probably not. I can't pick one out. Can you guys? No. Nope. I have listened um, to some Solari. Probably because you saw this movie and I saw and the movie and I looked it yeah, up. Yeah, 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 but I've listened to it from time to time. He's fine. Um, I was watching the Porcupine Tree Deadwing documentary last night. Do they talk about Amadeus? No, but <laughs> they did not talk about Amadeus. But Steve Wilson from Porcupine Tree was talking about uh, the legacy of his music. And okay. he wants to think that they'll still remember it, you know, a hundred years from now. Do you and think they I will? I think every musician... No. Um, every artist wants to think right. that. And yeah. he, was, he was talking about how, you know, you see young people at the shows and stuff and hopes that that is, you know, we'll keep it alive. But, you know, they'll still be talking about the Beatles in a hundred years. Yes. They'll still be talking probably about, I don't know, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Will Maybe they be, the Rolling Stones. Will they be talking about Metallica even? I don't know. No, I don't, probably not. I don't you know. know. Probably not. Um, the the, the people so people who, disappear is my point. You know, Salieri. Yeah. He was just a guy of that time, and maybe we don't remember him today. But if you if you are really into it, you you do. You know, you got the hardcore fans. Well, the thing is, the movie like did a lot for his reputation and legacy. Sure, because after this, you know, his works have been republished, and you know, there's people who went and sought it out. Yeah. Mm. So uh, the I- irony is that a movie about you know him being like a villain, a, a villain yeah. evil scumbag, gave him a second lead. Exactly, on, like it brought his music back, back to the forefront. Because how many composers have been completely forgotten? Right, and countless. Mm-hmm. You know, Lord makes a great composer though. <laughs> yes. So his character is consistently obsessed with like the Lord. Everything that happens, good and bad, is always the Lord's fault. No well, he, he his, his he's curse about religious man. His curse is that he is able to see God's works. Yes, and he doesn't have the personal talent to match them. You know, to he says the first thing that he says in the movie is like, "All I wanted ah. was to sing to God." Yes, that's where and, I think you're wrong. Okay, let's and talk. We'll, about get, we'll get into it because I, I, if you, I can get into it now if you want. But, yeah, sure. Um, I'd have to say what happens at the end. Okay. All right, let's wait. wait. We'll wait. Yeah. We'll um, wait. Yeah. I think we need to talk about Mozart and where he comes from. Yes. Well, that's the next thing in the movie, right? Yes. We yeah. see Mozart as a little kid prodigy. Yeah. A miracle. My father died. <laughs> well, that's Salieri. <laughs> that's yeah. a good quip. Sal- Salieri's father in the movie, I don't know about real life, uh, didn't want him to be a composer. No. And then a miracle happens. God kills him. And it allows him to go and become a musician. But... On the flip side, yeah. you got Mozart. So Mozart is born in Salzburg in the 1750s, I believe. And as a young, young kid, his father, I should, I should point out, was the Kapellmeister of Salzburg. Salzburg, of course, is one of these Holy Roman Empire city-state things. They have their own like mm-hmm. local monarchy, kind of. And he is part of the royal court, his father, Leopold. 
he's an accomplished violinist. He's an accomplished composer. And he imparts this love of music on both of his children. He also has a daughter who is older than Mozart. Um, the kid immediately is a child prodigy. Yes. He's a genius. I, he writes stuff at like um, five years old. Four years old. Four. Yeah. Um, like full songs. I saw. I was watching this thing. It was called In Search of Mozart. It was like a two-hour documentary. I think I've seen that before. Um, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched some of it. And they were talking about how he was able... Through like you, you know this from his compositions, he was able to do things on the piano that a child should not be able to do physically, because they're most of the time their bones aren't. Uh, they're not dexterous enough. enough yeah, he can actually hit notes that he that a four year old shouldn't be able to, mm. and he was like a freak of nature in that way. Um, Is that just practicing? Just I don't think it's. Pra- I think he. It's inherent. Just yeah, inherent. he had some kind of. Whatever reason. You want to call it a deformity, but it's, Maybe. yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so his father realizes that he's a genius and a prodigy and decides to stake the entire family's lives, all of them, on him. He leaves town with Good bet. everything they have and decides yeah. to spend the next five or six years doing nothing but traveling around Europe to all of the royal heads and having him perform. Play, yeah. Um... He goes to London, he goes to France, he goes to Austria, all these places. And he's he goes down some stuff. women's pants. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, yeah, he's writing things, he's performing, yeah. the kid is loving it. Yeah. Also what the kid is doing is meeting the best musicians in the world. And playing for them. And playing for them and being influenced by them. Oh, yeah. So he plays with the with these, you know, he's playing with, you know, the Johann Is pre, pre or post Beethoven? Beethoven is after him. Okay. He will meet Beethoven. Beethoven. Beethoven is a student of Salieri. Ah. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, there's a famous story which I thought was really uh, fascinating. There's a thing called I have wrote it over here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh. this out. The Jake Nog Consortium. The Miseria. You ever hear of the Miseria? No. All right. So in the Sistine Chapel in Rome, uh, during Holy Week every year. They play a specific piece of music called the Miseria. There are only three copies of it that are official and ever made. One of them is in the Sistine Chapel. Another one is like Emperor Leopold has it in Austria. And like there's one other one. No one is allowed to copy this music. Hmm. Mozart hears it as a child, writes it down, copies it right there. He has his own copy. <laughs> he just he just heard it and he was able to write it down. And, he, so and his father wrote a letter back to their mother in Austria and was like, yeah, we have a copy of the Miseria now. He did it. <laughs> um, yeah, so just amazing stuff like that. Unbelievable stuff. He's right, you know, he's doing things like he, they blindfold him and he can play the thing or they put uh, cloth over the keys so he can't see them and he plays perfectly. We see that in the movie. He's playing blindfolded. Yeah, right. It doesn't matter what you do. Mm-hmm. He is meant to do this. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um. You know, his father, someone told me that they felt like that when they listened to this podcast. They yeah. felt like Ant was meant to podcast like this. Mm. They were like, he's kind of like Mozart for podcasts. So he's so alive. He's so why, good. That why, why, why would my ego even let me think that for a second? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, that is true. <laughs> I am like the Mozart podcast. <laughs> I'm constantly unplugging him. <laughs> Um, one hears such sounds and one can think and geo. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, his father pounds into his head that he is doing what Salieri will say is 
God's work. Mm-hmm. God is working through him. Uh-huh. And yeah. he that th- won't give you an ego. Exactly. <laughs> he's a mo- he has a monster ego. <laughs> and he thinks he's too he's too good to be doing anything. Anything, yeah. And this is why throughout his life whoever employs him Im- immediately f- learns that he's a shitty employee. Yeah. Cuz he's not going to listen to you. Yeah. Right. And when the like as the movie gets going, he's prideful. It starts he's employed by the archbishop in Vienna who hates him. You know, he's running around the court being immature. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But his genius is always no one questions it. You know, it's it's very apparent to everyone. He becomes prideful and that kills you, too. There's a lot of seven deadly sins here. So reflected here and there. So God kills Solari's dad, and we, you know, we get some of Solari's backstory, and then we meet Prince. We meet Principal Rooney as Emperor Joseph. Yes, yeah. Second time on the show. Yes, he has no ear for music at all. It's a good. It's a good thing Mozart is grown up, or he'd be in trouble around him. (laughs) 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 He's so good in this. He's a good actor. Yeah, everyone in this. I love him. Fantastic. What What do we know about the real Joe? I mean, this is the guy who will be fighting in the Napoleonic Wars and stuff. Okay. He's, his mother was Maria Theresa, who's like the most legendary Austrian monarch. He, uh, Austria is a main player at this time in European oh, affairs. Yeah. One of the biggest. Um, and he will be at the helm through all of these turbulent years that will happen, you know, in the final moments of the movie. They're really getting going, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... It cuts back to the priest who's just like kind of unsure of who he's talking to. He thinks he, it looks like he thinks he's insane because he kind of is at this point. Who? Salieri. Oh, oh, we go back to the. Yeah. 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 What I and what I love about the way they film this shit, like when we see Mozart running around backstage, they kind of treat him like the shark in Jaws. They take a long time before you see his face. Well, yeah. they they have one of the best scenes. In the, it's the second best scene in the movie, in my in my opinion, right here in the beginning. Okay. Um, when they're at this party that the archbishop is uh, holding, mm-hmm. and Salieri's there. He's looking for Mozart. And he's looking for Mozart, yeah. and he's talking about yes. his, his talent of this level. He gives like a rundown of what he what he had done, yep. and he goes, uh, "Is talent like that painted on the face? Which one wasn't?" He's looking for him, and then he sees the music and he picks it up. And as what he's looking at, you hear it. Yeah. And then it cuts to the future, and he's describing it, and mm-hmm. he's like, uh, you know, it's gorgeous, it's it, amazing. Yes, he's like a note yeah. above it all, and yeah. an oboe takes it over. It's it's a wonderful. Yes, scene. yes, yes, yes. It's a brilliant, brilliant yeah. scene. They do that constantly because they use Mozart's music. The music does the talking to be an opera of Mozart's life that mm-hmm. we see here. At least Salieri's. Yeah, you're basically just watching an opera here. That's that's yeah. the whole point of the movie, really. Um, is, I think right before that is when we're introduced to Mozart. Whether he goes and they, he's, yes. he's chasing Constanza around the table and everything. Yeah. Constanza, of course, is, will become his wife. Yes. Not George Constanza. No, George. George. no, not George. <laughs> Can't stand you. He made a full-scale opera at 12 years old. Yeah. Whew. Um, I heard a story when he met uh, Joseph, Emperor Joseph, the first time when he was a little kid. Uh, Emperor Joseph asked him to write an opera for the court when he was yeah. a kid, like five years old. Yeah. And he said, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> and the composer's... In the uh, in the court at that time, like conspired to make sure it never happened. Like, they oh, put, they squashed they put it. A stop to it. Yeah, why they didn't want to get showed up. up by this child. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, 
And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's they need jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we we meet Mozart. He's a complete asshole. He's talking backwards. He does this annoying laugh. He's he's vulgar. Oh yeah. Yes. And we get that. I think a lot of that. Eat comes my from, shit. Yeah. Kiss my ass. But he's genius in the way he does it. Very. Because he's doing it backwards. Doing oh, it backwards yeah. and incredibly fast cup. without thinking about Off it. Yes. Cup. You know. It shows he's very smart. Yes. But he's just a child. Mm-hmm. So my wife had never seen this, and I was watching it with her, mm-hmm. and like as we're watching it, Mozart's laugh keeps Sam's happening, sick. and she goes, "My wife goes, that laugh is so fucking annoying." Goes right through. Yeah. I go. I go, yeah, it's supposed to be. You're supposed to hate him. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed to want to side with Solari. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for most of the movie. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of the vulgarity stuff comes from letters uh, that he had written to, like, his relatives where he talks about, like, diarrhea all the time. Okay. And fart jokes and shit. He I was mean, really he was into that. He's a young guy. Yeah. That's funny. Like, <laughs> that's this podcast. Yeah. All right, that's us. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Giggly, dirty-minded creature. <laughs> that's what that's what he calls him. <laughs> and um, but yeah, in a way, is is this indicative of being a child star? Yes. Yeah. 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 He's Corey yeah. Feldman, dude. He's Corey Feldman. He upstages, He's Michael Jackson. He upstages yes. the arch. He's Michael Jackson. Bishop. He's Michael Jackson. Yeah. Well, not exactly <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. He, he never the bishop. Yes. The bishop kicks him out. He's like, don't, like, I don't want you here. And then he opens the door to applause and he just looks back like, you see this? That's that's for me. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking little brat. But he's a kid. He's a kid. He's a young guy, but he should be more mature and he's not. And it's because he spent his entire well, childhood being, being gassed up. Yeah. yeah. That's why Salary hates And him. this is what Salary hates. Yeah. Salary is like, why would God choose this asshole? This vulgar creature. To be... His instrument. His instrument but it, I'm yeah. pious. I'm a good guy. Yeah. It should be me. Yeah. I deserve God. this. Blaming God constantly. He's hearing the voice of God through Mozart. Yes. And he doesn't understand why it can't be him. Well, he's jealous and I get that it. it's not him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't understand why. Because in his mind, it's like, I do everything the Bible tells me to. I'm a good, pious person. Mm-hmm. Why am I not rewarded with God's voice? Why is it this asshole? Right. He, he's uh, sworn a vow of chastity in the movie. Yes, which is he not had, true. No, he had a wife and kids. Yeah, he had like seven kids. Yeah. And the, you remember, um, it's it's not far into the movie. He he, uh, he becomes extremely jealous of Mozart because he knows that Mozart bangs that soprano girl, Katarina. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He had, had there's rumors that he had had an affair with, Salieri had had an affair with her, not mm-hmm. Mozart. That so, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That was sense. his pupil. Yeah. That part is accurate. Mm-hmm. And we get a little um, a little foreshadowing here that kind of, I don't know if it backs up what I was trying to explain. They say there's too many notes. Too many notes. Too many notes. Yeah. They say it early before they say it <laughs> later on. They say it in this scene when uh, they're deciding, like, what should they play? Should it be in German? Should it be Italian? They want to hire him to make an opera. Uh, the the right. emperor wants to hire him for a national opera. Yes. And they're debating about the language. language. Yes. Yeah. Um, whether it's going to be Italian or uh, German. And the Italians at the time, they are the big guys in court. Mm-hmm. Salieri is the court composer. There's the other guy who's the Kapellmeister. And then there's the big fat guy who has some other job. I'm not sure what it is. Um, Italy at the time was seen as like the forefront of music. And they point out that German is too brutish for singing. Yes. It's a harsh language. And Obviously, Mozart is going to be excited about doing something new and different. 
Yeah. He's Prague before he's Prague. <laughs> yes. Um, Too many notes. He's way ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah, People are not ready for him. Nope. You know? You're not ready for that. Yeah. He's <laughs> like Marty McFly getting on stage and playing Johnny B. Good. Which brings uh, me <laughs> back around to that point where Mozart could have used Salieri. Salieri was already successful in having the audience. Salieri could have helped him play the political game, yeah. but he would never have helped him with his music. Right. Because Mozart doesn't Mozart need... would never allow him. Well, to. Mozart doesn't need any fucking help. Yeah, He's fucking it. Mozart. Of course. Right. <laughs> but if you want to see God through music, and he's right in front of you, and it's like, listen, the king doesn't like your stuff. Let me help it's you. It's not that he know? wants to see God through music. Mm -hmm. He sees God through music every time Mozart plays. Well, he could be part of it, you know. No, he will. He'll, he will never be a part of it. He wants God to speak to him through, through yeah. him. Yes, just yeah, I'm just that saying will his never mistake. happen. It's his mistake. It's not his not mistake because no. it never would have happened. Right. No. In my opinion, his his only option, like in this movie, his only option would be to yes, would be to accept I'm never going to be as good. I'm not as good. And, and just appreciate it. And just appreciate it and, like, move on. Yeah. That is his only option. Well, he also doesn't want to be replaced, right? I don't think he was worried about being replaced. He was. He was, yeah. Which is why he sabotages, you know, uh, the princess the and, the and everything. Yeah. Oh, later, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was never. it's not about that. It's no. It's not about the money. He's a rich guy. In fact, I think by the time he died, he was, like, the richest composer in Vienna. Okay. Um, it's pride. And it's it's about not being the best, right? Mm -hmm. Like I've I was an athlete. I know what it's like. Like when you fucking train and you work harder than everybody else, and you're still not as good as them. Right. It fucking eats you alive. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do one addendum to that. It's not about being the best either. It's just about having one piece at least of just a transcendent music. He wants to be have one moment. Yeah. That he that everyone can recognize as being. This is the next. Well, it's moment. God speaking. It's God speaking through him. Mm. And he begs for it. Yeah. And gracias. He thanks God for his compositions There's, when he's just sitting there working at it, working at it, working at it. This scene we're talking about, it actually starts with uh, Salieri has composed a piece to yeah. welcome Mozart. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> and he's playing it. He, uh, the emperor plays it. And it's so shitty. Yeah. And yeah. you can see it's killing it's killing Salieri that it's, he's not doing it right. That's being played so yeah. shitty for yeah. Mozart. Right. Because he, he wants to impress to, Mozart. As a contemporary. Yes. Look, I have skills too. Right. Yeah. And Mozart comes in. He hears it one time, figures out exactly how it's done, and then improves it. Makes it better. Yeah, he makes oh, it. Oh, doesn't this make it better? Yeah. Which goes, is that just, doesn't really work, does it? What about this? And it's ten times yeah. better. But it's so insulting. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> which shows that it's like this guy doesn't give a fuck about anyone. Right. <laughs> Yeah. He's wearing a crazy outfit. <laughs> yeah, cost, the like a purple suede, like draping. The costumes suit. are insanely it's good. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. The costumes are phenomenal. And we hear that uh, Salieri is known as the maestro. Salieri. 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 Sorry. Yeah. We. He's known as the maestro. Mm -hmm. uh, I knew a guy. The maestro. The maestro. Uh, Bob Cobb. Mm -hmm. He actually wanted to be the maestro because Leonard Bernstein mm -hmm. was known as the maestro. So Bob Cobb would demand that he's called Maestro all the time. Even and when he's not working? Even when he's not working, yeah. He wants to be called the Maestro. If you call him Bob, he gets really angry. And he actually... Had, he had really uh, well-ironed uh, pants. His pants. So this is the trick to for anybody out there when you're composing. Mm -hmm. If you take your pants off 
before like you know you have a big event and you lay them like over a chair as you go about your day and like you're getting ready and things they won't crease so then you put them on before your show no crease in your pants brilliant wonderful and also if you're in a tight spot and you're doing some uh pool billiards billiards yeah if you're in like the place to be or something like that you could use the uh the conductor's wand as a Ah, pool cue cue. yeah it can double as that smart right Conductors, operas. So, <laughs> Mozart uh, wants to make an opera about a harem. Yes, the abduction of Sarahito. And they are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. He's going to do it in German. Mm-hmm. And Name a German virtue. Love. Love. Oh, the Italians don't know anything Of course, about we that. in Italy know nothing of love. And he insults them. <laughs> no, I don't think you do. No, you don't. <laughs> Fat Sopranos? No, you don't know anything about love. It's like, oh, what a good insult. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, so the, uh, he, he does the opera. We get an extended uh, scene of it. It looks amazing. Yep. Sounds amazing. Well, at the end of it, they come over and they're talking to Mozart, the emperor and everybody. Yeah. And like, there's too many notes. Too many notes. Mm-hmm. Too many notes. Too many notes. Yeah, he's too prog. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he's too prog. That's he, like why people can't listen to prog metal and music and I, rock. It's I have too, thought too that wa- watching this before that he's like a. It's almost like progressive music, but it, yeah. I think it's less progressive music and more he's doing something extremely new. It's not that it's too complex and the and that people can't get into it. I think it's just they've never heard anything like it before. It'd be like showing death metal to people in the fifties, you know. Maybe, but it, I think the way that it's... It or even better, it's showing Sabbath to people in the 50s, you know? No. I, I would say it's, for on our terms, on metal terms, mm-hmm. it's like listening to Ying Wee Malmsteen. It's an endless guitar solo that gets very boring very fast. But... There's no substance to it. It's I, just I, notes for notes. That's I've all. been trying th- to do this for a while now, trying to make an equivalency. Yeah. And I thought that too... Mm-hmm. And it, like it's almost like this virtuoso, you know, it's music for musicians. Yeah, but it's not because it's also incredibly accessible to people. Like people, you hear dun, 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 dun. it's in your head. You can whistle it. You know, it's not like it's a- like Limp Biscuit. It's kind of like when Nookie came out. Okay, it was a little too ahead of the time for the mainstream, mm-hmm. but the the popular like pop culture loved it and people ate it up. Can you give me a little uh, break stuff right now? Break stuff? Yeah, do some break break stuff. stuff. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. Don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. No human contact. And if you interact, your life is on contract. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. It's just one of those days. Yes. There you go. Yes. That was solid. (laughs) Yeah, can't believe you remembered so, that much. You're so fucking pumped right Dude, now. I fucking love the Biscuit. <laughs> Don't break the table. I think Biscuit and Mozart is a fair comparison. I think most would agree. 100%. Yeah, everybody. Fred Durst and Mozart, yeah. I'd say they're about I the wouldn't same. even say it's day and night. I would just be like day and day. I mean, let's, day. Talk, let's talk about some of the greats of history you have. Sure. Mozart. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Durst. Yeah, yeah obviously yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Jared Leto Joker. Jared Leto Joker Ultimate. Okay. <laughs> mm. mm. Yes. Jar <laughs> Jar. Jojo is up there. Gotta, yeah, don't. I can't believe you put, you know, Beethoven or Mozart above him. It's just disgusting. <laughs> yeah, you can't forget. The fuck you doing? They forgot about. They forgot about Binks. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the thing about oh, Jar Jar no. is 
when, when I designed him, I really wanted him to be the ultimate. So I knew that he needed to have something special. What's and that, for Jar Jar, it's actually a double organ. Double organ. Double. He, he, has, a, he has a penis uh -huh. and a vagina. Both. He has both. both. He has a double organ. Do, it's why under do we his have pants. to show the organs, though? He, he will Is pleasure himself. Character? Yes, he, he pleasures himself, and he'll, he'll use his tongue, because uh -huh. it's so long, right. to get both organs at once. <laughs> Not he, many know this about Jar Jar. He gives himself oral gratification. Yes. And, and if you watch the movie carefully, uh -huh. he, in every scene, Jar Jar, actually has his, his his penis into his own vagina. He's fucking himself. Yeah, ah. throughout the whole movie. And that's why he's so clumsy. Because ah. who could really move with the dick inside them? See? That makes sense. That's that true. Sense. It, that was always my conception when I just tried the character. I think it works. Point. Yeah. I think it works. Yeah, it works, George. See, it's like poetry. It has to the rhyme. Right. Yeah, and, right. and like, I yeah. want you, when you're watching episode nine, I want it to feel like a dick is in you. So you feel like Jar Jar did. You see? <laughs> Very good. I'm going to go now, guys. Bye, bye, George. Thanks, thanks Lucas. It's nice to see you. Thank, thank you for you, coming thanks. back. <laughs> Glad to know. <laughs> Glad to know that about Jar Jar. <laughs> Remind me never to bring up Jar Jar again. <laughs> George hadn't been on in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was due. It was due. We definitely haven't heard of JoJo's double organ in quite some time. Yeah, it's been a bit. <laughs> There's been a lack of prequel references around the show, and I'm sick of it. Oh, that's funny. Um, so the landlady right. saves Mozart, jumps on stage. Yeah. Hey, let me on stage. Mozart's fucking my daughter. She passes out. Yep. He's got to throw a bucket of water at her. And the king's like, Go, what are you doing? Go get a loaf, you dummy. Yeah. Go get married. Just, yeah, yeah, I back you up. I'm mm. the fucking emperor. I love the emperor in this. He's great. I love him in this. He's, he's so, so good. like dumb, <laughs> but not yeah, yeah but yeah. like not really. He's just like he's he, a simpleton. What he is is he's a per like he's like a guy who likes movies but doesn't understand them or know anything about them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's a layman. But he has yeah. a family. He doesn't like focus all his time on it. He might like watch a movie here and there. You know, <laughs> he loves music, but he's got more important things to worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. <laughs> So then Katarina's upset that Mozart fucked the other girl. And Salieri's pissed off because Katarina fucked Mozart. <laughs> and now he wants revenge. And now he says, yep, he had her. My darling, My darling girl. girl. The creature. The creature. I love that he calls him invincible. <laughs> what is God up to? And then he, he takes the, the crucifix off the wall, puts yeah. it in the fire. And I love this. He goes, from now, now on, we are enemies. You and I are oh, enemies. It's so cool. It's and he so burns good. the cross. Mm -hmm. So good. Yes. And Mozart, uh, his father says don't marry yet, but he does. Yeah. Uh, and then Elizabeth comes, the emperor's niece, mm -hmm. and we have that scene before yes. Salieri oh, yeah. meets yeah. So, them. so yeah. the the princess Elizabeth. And is this Elizabeth the first <coughs> of um, England? No, no, God, oh, no. no, okay. No, she's been dead for hundreds of years already. Uh, almost two hundred. Okay. Um. Yeah, Princess Elizabeth needs a tutor. And well, she is a tutor, isn't she? No. She's a Habsburg. <laughs> <laughs> this gets so confusing. <laughs> she needs a teacher, uh, and the yes. emperor's like, I want Mozart, and Salieri's like, fuck that. Right. So he, uh, he, wants, he tells him so as not to uh, have favorites. Yeah. Uh, everyone has to submit 
their work to, for decision, and then he will. Yeah. Salieri and, and the Italians will decide who gets the job. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an insult to Mozart. Because he feels he he's, he's better than this, it's, yeah. it'd be like asking, you know, an A-list actor to yeah audition. to do an audition or a line right. read. Like you're not asking Brad Pitt to do this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want Brad Pitt? Then you hire Brad Pitt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Mozart refuses to submit his work, uh, but they need money, so Stanzi secretly steals his uh, his work, his orchestra shit, and takes it to Salieri's house. Yes. Also, Mozart gets bad reviews for his music. When? Well, for the too many notes. He gets pissed through through the reviews, yeah. Yeah. So he's like... It was too advanced for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they fight over money, the wife. Well, they need money. Yeah. Yeah. But they take the papers. She -hmm. takes the papers, brings it to Salieri. Salieri. Salieri, whatever. (laughs) And... uh, (laughs) This is another Agamemnon situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aggie. Um, so Sayeri takes one look at it, and he's shocked. How It's perfect. Because there's no corrections. no corrections. They aren't copies. She tells him that. They're originals. They're originals. There are no copies. Yes. Not one correction. Mm-hmm. And he perfect. says, do you want Roman chestnuts and brandy sugar? Nipples of Venus. <laughs> they sound delicious. <laughs> and at this point, I wrote in my notes because I had forgot. I haven't seen in so long. He's always eating desserts. Yeah, I was like, I was like, gluttonous. is he? I was like, is he hitting on her? Is he trying to fuck her? Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure yet. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, it turns out he is. Oh yeah. And he's like, I have a job that offers between one thousand and five thousand dollars a day. Come sit on this leather couch. <laughs> Did you think you were going to be doing this today? <laughs> so basically, he's like, if you come back at night and fuck me. Yeah, he's got the job. He's got the job. And now Salieri doesn't want to do this. No. no. He does not want to have to be this scumbag. He is like going to God. Please, God, channel yourself through me one time right now mm-hmm. so I don't have to do this. Oh, this is right. And he be hasn't a wretch. thrown it in the cru- the crucifix in the fire. Yes, it's yeah. after this, yeah. no. and he's begging, he's begging Just God. Give him a song. And yes. the girl shows up, and she starts getting naked, mm-hmm. and he decides. I suppose I'm, we don't need these, and she throws them on the floor. She yeah. is so angry that she has to do this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Solid body. Though. She's hooking. She's hot. Her tits yeah. are phenomenal. She she's gorgeous. You think she's gorgeous? She's so fucking hot. You're man. a Stanzi appreciator. Oh yeah, I'm big into Stanzi. Nice, <laughs> nice. In fact, I think it's a crying shame mm-hmm. that she did not get tons of work after this. She didn't. No, uh, Elizabeth Burridge. She did not have like a giant career after this, and I think she should have. Mm. Giant, very good. Because she is she really be. hot, yeah, <laughs> and I would have liked to see her in more things. <laughs> Salieri does a funny thing. He rings his servant's bell while she's naked. It's so insulting. It's to humiliate oh, yeah. her. It's like, yeah, yeah. Okay, get her out of here. <laughs> um, I forgot why he does that. He gets another he, plan. He didn't want to sleep with her. He didn't want to sleep with her. He no, but he, get, he devises a plan right there on the spot. I'm trying to remember what it is. Oh, he's, he wants it to say that Mozart is like... He's a molester. A molester. Yeah. He's a child yeah. molester. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> uh, and I guess he also uses that to like kind of stir up shit at the home. Mm-hmm. You know, like he was—he didn't want to really sleep with her. He yeah. was just like, "I'm gonna 
destroy this man's life in every aspect. And after this is when he burns the cross and he says we're yeah, enemies. Yep, he says yeah. from now on we're enemies. Yeah. We also missed a really cool line. What? Uh, misplace one note and there would be diminishment. Replace yeah, yeah. one phrase and the structure would fail and he's just worshipping the music. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Uh, but then he says that nonsense that he's a pervert he molested his student twice so he's slowly he spreading rumors yeah, yeah he's slowly this way he can't, he can't get work no one with yep. a daughter is gonna hire him right yeah so now mozart is broke and he goes to salieri for help and he's like yo i got you i know a guy <laughs> and it's someone with a bunch of dogs the dog yep. guy it's such a funny scene yeah yeah it's such a chaotic household yes yeah like, he walks in, there's, like, five dogs all barking, they're loud as fuck. <laughs> the the daughter that he's supposed to be teaching is all, like, does is clearly has some kind of, like, PTSD. <laughs> yep. She just doesn't know what to do. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to play piano. <laughs> she doesn't... Uh, she doesn't speak really, yeah. and then the the family, the mother and father, sit on the couch and watch them play with the dogs barking Freaking because out. they won't leave the room. Yeah, yeah, and it's great because uh, the dog barks at, like it, it howls every time it hears yeah, the music. On, yeah. And the guy, it's more important the guy that he breaks the dog, the dog of the hat. We have to break him of that hat. Yeah, play on. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. And Mozart does. He actually breaks the dog. Yes, yeah. but then he. Uh, He's so like he takes a bottle he of leaves. champagne yeah, he and he takes out. a bottle of champagne and leaves. <laughs> and then Mozart's father shows up yeah. dressed like Batman, and he <laughs> even does like the yeah. king thing at the top and of it's the stairs. Like ominous music, like they had at this point been a little bit estranged. Um, yeah. Obviously, his father, you know, has done has given his life for his son. You know, he's, yeah. he's made him who he is, uh, and he's annoyed about this marriage. He didn't. F- well, it wasn't approved, right? Yeah. And he and this comes off really well in the movie. Like it's, it's pretty spot on to, mm-hmm. as I understand it, real life. But he spends the next couple of days with them, and they go to a party, and he wears that mask. Well, the house is also a mess. House he looks a mess. thin. It's a mess, and yeah. he's like, "Why is your house a shithole? What does your wife do?" And she's just laying in. She's bed. laying in bed yeah. like it's like noon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's just a slob. You hear that, honey? Don't do that. Mm-hmm. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. <laughs> I noticed that they had the um, the pool table where he does his work. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I was in the thing I was watching that in search of Mozart thing. They said that he and Stanza used to play billiards together. Like that was their big thing. Well, that's oh, what really? maestros do. They play billiards. Right. <laughs> God damn. So that was a nice little uh, for someone who's poor. He has a pretty nice house. Well, well, he's cash He's poor. living above his means. Yeah. He's in debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the father says, composition doesn't pay. And Mozart won't show him the secret work, which is interesting because it's like, you need pupils. Oh, I remember now what it was. You. He see when Salieri sees the work, it's Figaro. Yes, 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 yes. And he knows that that's No, no, banned. that's when he breaks into the house. That's later. That's later. Oh. That's later. Okay. okay. But I re- want to talk about Mozart's dad real quick. The guy playing him mm-hmm. is named Roy Detrice or Roy Detrice. Really looks like Leopold. Yeah. Real guy. But the reason I know him, mm-hmm. he's more of a stage actor. Is Star of stage and screen. Yes. He does the narration for the Game of Thrones audiobooks. Really? And he actually had the Guinness Book of World Records, I believe, for most voices done on an audiobook. Like... 
he does the characters. Because he does the characters, and every character has their own voice. So when you're listening, you know it who it is. It's phenomenal. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. It's actually great. He does the women? Yeah. But not the like children too. he doesn't get high pitched. And the children too. He talks like more soft. Mm-hmm. Children, yeah, but he does di- like every one of them is different. Really? Yeah, he's phenomenal. Mm. But you know, I just wanted to give a shout out to that because yeah, I cool. think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So now we go to the party, and he's in the mask, which is on the cover. Yeah, she's pregnant. And she's pregnant. Yeah. yeah. And I love this where he's they're playing games at the party, and Mozart goes to his dad. I got to have a penalty. Yeah, uh, I got to like have a, a penalty. Kid. He's like a little yeah. He's a yeah, little kid. Yeah. He's a brat. Right. Show us your legs. Yeah. That party looks awesome. Party's great. It's like a good time. And then Mozart gets on the piano, which is like if you're at a party and like Slash is there and he picks up the guitar. Yeah. And everybody gathers around. <laughs> and everybody around. gathers yeah. around and they're like, oh, he's like, play, name something and I'll play it. Yeah. And, you know. Play this, he'll play it, he'll play it upside down. Exactly. Oh, he's showing something off. something difficult, Backwards. you know. Play Salieri. Oh, that's hard. And that's Salieri shouts. He goes, ah, now that's a challenge. And, and Salieri's like, there. And mm-hmm. Salieri's there. Well, he's the one who shouted it. Yeah. Because he wants to see what happened. Yeah. yeah. And Mozart is like, that's a challenge. And you could see, like, when they cut, it's like, that's giving him, like, an ego boost, mm-hmm. Salieri. And then Mozart plays. And he makes the face. And, yeah. and he or makes grimacing. the face, and he's grimacing. Is that when he does the fart? Yeah. 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 And he, <laughs> and he farts mm-hmm. and goes, one hears such sounds and one can think Salieri. <laughs> no, he says that to that's, Salieri. That's earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, now he says that was God laughing at me because they all the whole room laughs at, at yes. Salieri, and he says, "But before I leave this earth, I will laugh at you." Meaning, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take your instrument. I'm yeah, I'm gonna Mozart. I'm gonna kill Mozart on you, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then the so a maid shows up at Mozart's house, and it's one of the Sex and the City prods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She yeah. went from cleaning Mozart's shitty apartment to. <laughs> Trying to run for governor of New York <laughs> yes. as a like weird lesbian candidate. <laughs> <laughs> they love Wolfie in Vienna. Of course they'd send a maid. Mm-hmm. And the father's but like, what, many what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, uh, nobody does this. So she's a spy. She's mm-hmm. paid by Salieri. Yes. And, you know, Salieri breaks into the house and he looks through and now he finds Figaro. Right. Yep. And Figaro has been banned because it spreads class division. Yes. Yeah. Now to play out of France. What and do as you? As we know, things are happening in France. Yeah. Yes, things are getting tight for his sister mm-hmm. Antoinette. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's Marie Antoinette's his sister. So, so yeah. uh, she's starting to be afraid of her own people. Do you know what Figaro is? I actually don't. Do you? <laughs> Beaver's looking at cartoon cats. The Marriage of Figaro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a comedy written in five acts. The story begins with a simple love triangle in which a Spanish court, Spanish count, sorry, has fallen in love with a girl named Rosine. He disguises himself to ensure that she will love him back for his character, not his wealth. Mm-hmm. But this is all foiled when Rosine's guardian, Dr. Bartholo, who wants her hand in marriage, confines her to the house. The count runs into an ex-servant of his, now a barber, Figaro, and pressures him into setting up a meeting between the count and Rosine. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I don't know why? This is a... Uh Going to cause class strife? Yeah. But I guess it's in yeah, there somewhere. For us, it seems pretty, uh, you know. Nonchalant, basic. Might be in the subtext. Subtext probably has some. Well, what about this? Stuff. Napoleon Bonaparte called it the revolution already put into action. 
You oh, know? Okay. I guess they. I guess they kill this off is something. We should probably look into. I yeah. guess they kill off nobility in it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Like yeah. I've never seen it. I've never heard it. I've never read it. So the emperor's like, "Yo, what the fuck up? What are you doing, my guy?" Uh-huh. And Mozart's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it." Okay. It has elevated <laughs> themes. Yes. Yeah. Like love. Yeah. But Mozart's like, "Listen, I, this is new." What yeah. I love though is that like elevated themes is still used today when people want to like almost cover up for trash. Your subversion. Not subversion. It's like, so with horror movies now, right? Mm -hmm. The new thing, because people are embarrassed that they're making horror movies or that they enjoy horror. The new thing is it's elevated horror. It's better than regular horror. We're about trauma and it's deep. (laughs) And it's like, you're you're a fucking horror movie. You know, like stop pretending you're better than this shit. Just kill the people. It's funny that that like is still like going on. Yeah. I I I think it's interesting here where the play has been banned by the monarchy, right? Because mm-hmm. it's dangerous and subversive. But he's able to appeal to the monarch, and the monarch has the ability to just let him do it. Because well, he has taste. Yeah, he tells if, him about if, a 20-minute solo. If he just sells it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the, to- the guy's like, 20 minutes. <laughs> if he sells Coming it to more. him properly, then he can convince him. So he gets he turned on. <laughs> and, and then he makes it happen. But... Well, it's like, look, imagine you go to the studio head and you want to make your horror movie, right? right? And you're pitching it to him and the guy's really not into it. You're like, it has elevated themes. Mm-hmm. There's a 20 minute single shot sequence. And he's like, oh, <laughs> you know, it's the same Think thing. Think about how long such a thing could be sustained and double it. Yes. <laughs> um, and like, now we see the Figaro rehearsal. Yes. And he, he is ordered to take out the ballet. Yes. And he goes to Salieri for help, and Salieri is like, yeah, yeah, I got your back. I'll tell the emperor. He doesn't tell him anything. He doesn't tell him anything, but while they're at rehearsal, the emperor shows up, and they're dancing silently, and it's hysterical. They're they're just kind of hopping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The emperor's like, what the fuck is this? this? Do you like this, (laughs) Capelmeister? Look at them. This is dancing. (laughs) What do you mean? It's your own law, majesty. Well, usually there's music. Can we can we see it with music? Like, like, is this what's banned? <laughs> it's a great scene. And the uh, the Salieri says that the emperor never shows up at rehearsals. Yep. Just, so yeah. God sent him in. Yep. Yeah, just yeah. to just fo- foil Salieri's plans. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and in the end, you know, they put the music back. The play is happening. Mm-hmm. And as it's going on and on and on, the play is like amazing and all this shit. The emperor yawns. Yes. Yep. And that is the end of this opera. A miracle. <laughs> yep. And now... What did he get, eight shows? Yeah, eight yeah. shows and it's done. And now Salieri, he invites Mozart... But Salieri to- recognizes the genius in it. Oh, he's like, this is brilliant. He's like, this is the best thing ever. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he said the fourth act was astounding. Music of true forgiveness throughout the theater. My defeat more bitter with every passing bar. And it's but then... Like, wow. Miracle. <laughs> and a miracle. A yawn. <laughs> Three <laughs> yawns, and the opera fell the same night. Yes. <laughs> so then, um, sorry, Salieri invites Mozart to his opera, and it yes. gets rapturous applause. Oh, yeah. But you'll, you notice that it's the subject matter. He had this, Mozart had this whole speech earlier in the film about, like, 
everything has to be the classics and you know law things about Hercules and yes and the gods and, and yeah and ancient stuff and who he, wouldn't rather listen say, to his hairdresser than right. Hercules yes. yeah and when you look at Salieri's play it's the Ten Commandments the Ark of the Covenant <laughs> yeah, yeah. is there it's it's very traditional it's the, well it's, it's traditional the, shit and yeah. it's also the point of it is to show that like. Salieri is the only person in the other play who's able to appreciate how great this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his play, all the rubes love it. Yeah. Because they're dumb. Yes. And he plays mediocre shit for right. mediocre people. And, it's and the, the Emperor is like, it's the finest opera yet. Dude, it's the equivalent between like an amazing prog band and like like fucking a Kesha concert. Yes. Mm. You know, yeah. like the Kesha concert sells out and it's huge and she has all these sales because mm-hmm. they're fucking idiots. Right. And the amazing prog band with all this skill, technique and art. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about right. except yeah. the elites and the cool people like us. Right. Right. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you gave too many demands on the Royal ear. Yeah. Our max. You gave four. Four you gave hours. Him four. four hours is a long time. <laughs> For anything. Yeah. Do you think they had piss breaks? Yeah. yeah. Probably, right? I, 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 I hope so. Intermissions, yeah. That's what intermissions for. Uh, um, what'd you think about it? And he, he This is when he says the Salieri. I thought it was marvelous. Yeah. Salieri is always honest to Mozart about the music. About That's the, music. the only thing he's honest about. And it's it gives so much more depth to Salieri's character. Just him being honest here and there about the music. It's Whenever so he good. talks to Mozart, he talks to him as a friend. Yeah. Mozart, Mozart comes to Mozart must think Salieri is a great friend. Oh yeah, he does. This guy always has my back, even on my deathbed. What a great guy. But on his deathbed, he he admits he says, I, I did I thought you didn't like me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I was right for years. I was right this <laughs> until whole this time. moment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So Mozart actually gives Salieri a standing ovation because Salieri invites him to see his new work and Mozart actually claps and that's when he says the line, when you hear this, you know Salieri, which is kind of like a backhanded insult. It's a, it's, he means it as an insult. Yeah. Yeah, and Mozart was not impressed with this like pleb right. shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Is, I've seen this a million times. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing to this. Mm-hmm. And now uh, Mozart finds out that his father has passed. Yes. In Salzburg, and makes a pl- uh, an opera, a play, whatever. Don Giovanni, it, yeah, about his father's death, which I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, I've watched many renditions of that Commandatore scene, you know, mm-hmm. the one that's in the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. like real, op- like it still gets performed to this day. All oh the yeah, time, you know, yeah. Um, the set is. My so friend familiar. one time invented in a company that broadcasts opera. <laughs> called Opera Now. It won a big stock tip. (laughs) That is is such an obscure one. Yeah. (laughs) That's That's a good one, though, if you get it. (laughs) So now, um, what's it called? Terrifying and wonderful to watch. The madness of a man splitting in half. Salieri goes to all five shows in secret. Yes. Because he just worships it so much. He, he found he, a terrible way to triumph over God, though. Well, this he, is when he devises Salieri understands that what Mozart is doing is resurrecting his own father. Yes. yes. Through the commandatory, which yes. is the ghost. And that's the, when he comes up with his plan. 
I'm going to dress like Batman (laughs) (laughs) and I'm going to go to Mozart and ask him to do a requiem mass for a prominent person. Now, this is real. This happened, but it was not Salieri. Right. So it was an anonymous person who came out later. It's Count Franz von Walseg, Mm -hmm. who was grieving after the death of his wife and wanted to commission Mozart to do a Requiem Mass. So it was an anonymous thing, Mm -hmm. and, you know, they took that inspiration for this. That's cool. But the anonymous part of this is, might be the best plan of any villain in any movie ever. Outside of, like, the Dr. Manhattan plan in, like, The Watchmen, (laughs) you know? His plan is to have Mozart write a Requiem Mass, yes. which will be the work of God because Mozart is creating mm-hmm. it. Yes. He will then kill Mozart yeah. and steal it. Steal it Say it's and get the credit for creating it. And he will play it for, yeah. at Mozart's at funeral. Mozart's yes. own death. Yes. The wow. Triumph <laughs> over the Almighty. He will steal. Yes. It is so fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. And it cuts back to the priest who is horrified. Yeah. And he goes, how does one kill a man, though? The only thing that bothered me was the actual kill. it's so good it's so good my god um yeah meanwhile uh motar takes his family to see the commoners you know he gets gets away from like the nobility everything, where they are doing a parody of don giovanni with a with one of the time bandits Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it's great and he loves it and his kid loves it he's having fun with it Mm -hmm. with the silly vaudeville shit yes yeah it's batshit crazy it seems Mm -hmm. there's horse shitting out wine meat birds chaos happening it's great throwing sauce it's vulgar he loves it but the actor's like just stands he doesn't like you belong no you belong in the real theater Mm -hmm. come work with us it'll be good right you know and uh his buddy there that runs it commissions him to write the magic flute yes and he starts working on it and he's an alcoholic he's like a washout at this point yeah Things are are ramping up here. Mozart's not going well for him. Now you could argue uh, a couple of things here. Um, One, in the movie, was did he die from his alcoholism or from being overworked? Because the story I know says overworked. But it seems like the alcoholism had a huge part in it. Absolutely. I think it's everything. It's everything? I think the candle's being burnt at both ends. Mm -hmm. But do do you think if there's no alcohol, Salieri still gets his outcome? This is just a hypothetical question. Well, Salieri, you know... He sees an opportunity. But I don't think it would have happened right then. No, right? It would have taken a lot more time. The, the alcoholism is God. Don't you see? Mm. God steals Salieri's victory mm-hmm. by killing Mozart. He'd rather kill Mozart yeah. than allow Salieri to win. Mm-hmm. To even yeah. bask in the slightest bit. Right. Yes. yes. God, I love it. It's this. brilliant. It's so good. <laughs> it's so fucking good. So, so Mozart, you know, he has alcoholism and shit, and the maid is desperate to quit. She's getting scared. She's yeah. getting scared about like, how insane he's it's just getting. going mad. <laughs> but it's also it's a lot in part because Salieri just keeps spreading rumors about him, and he can't get work. So he's constantly poor yeah. and working, like, right. overtime. And in the middle of the night, he'll come to the house, bang on the door, dressed, <laughs> dressed as a ghost. Dad. <laughs> And be like, here's some money. Get to work, asshole. Why is it not done? Yeah. And we didn't mention it, but one of my favorite shots in the movie mm-hmm. is earlier at the first play where, like, uh, Mozart's playing and he looks at his dad 
and he sees the um, smiling the face. smiling yeah. face, and he's all happy. And then his father turns yeah, around, and it's the angry, and it's the angry face. And he's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> um, Stanzi leaves him. Yep. Well, then he he went to like a whorehouse, right? No, he didn't go to a whorehouse. He just. He abandoned her. She yeah. sat. She was sitting with him while he was working. He went to a party, and he just abandoned her to go to just party, a theater party. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And when he came home, she was gone with the kid. Yeah. And he's being yelled at by his mother-in-law. Yes. And it trans. It, a beautiful transition. Yes. Into, into the, the magic, magic flute. flute. Yeah. Would you like to do a little magic flute for us? I could have done Don, Don Giovanni. I cannot do the magic flute, unfortunately. I'm not a <laughs> female soprano. <laughs> 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 it sounds like a monkey like, is was, loose in here. It was, here. It was pretty good, though. It was very close. <laughs> Way better than any yeah. the most could have done. <laughs> Don Giovanni. That was good. That was very good. <laughs> it's like Opera Man's here. You're like Adam Sandler. It's amazing. <laughs> Uh, so now, you know, they're doing the first performance of the Magic Flute, and Mozart drops. Yeah. And Salieri, Salieri's like, I got this. Yeah. And he t- <laughs> the, the other guy, the Kappelmeister, steps in and fills in the for show him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The show must go on. Yeah, the show must go on. He's just like, yep. And he gets he gets in the cabin. Is it over? And Salieri's like, yeah, 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 you're good. You're good. Yeah, you're good. you're good. Come on, let's go back. Let's go. Now he sees and, his chance. And now we get one of the greatest scenes ever filmed. Dude! <laughs> This, yeah. Steve and I have been talking about this scene for di- for a decade. Okay. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. so often we just quote we it. just bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> because it is one of the greatest scenes ever filmed. Yeah. It, it is, it's Brilliant. poetic. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it is beautifully poetic. So he takes him home and Salieri, uh, well, the he kind of wakes him up and then the magic flute guy shows up. He has some money. For pays him. him. The money he owes him. Well, as he's knocking, mm-hmm. he's like, "Go away, Mozart! Tell him to go away! Tell him to go away!" He thinks, go away. It's, the he thinks it's Batman. Yeah. yeah. Um, he gives him the money, yeah. and Salieri brings him into the room, dumps it on him, and is like, "We need to finish it tonight." Yep. I'll help you. I'll help you. <laughs> um, Mozart is dying at this point. Oh yeah. Does he's Salieri like, know he's dying? Oh yeah. That's why he wants it done tonight. Yeah. So he can play it at Mozart's death. Mm, maybe. I think it's more. Yeah, maybe. May, I don't think he knows he's dying. Dying. He knows he's sick. Mm-hmm. He knows. He, he know. He knows that he's sick. I think he sees this as Stanzi's not here. This is my opportunity. Yeah. You know? See, I took it like he knows he's sick. He just passed out at the thing. Mm-hmm. You could see the man doesn't look good. He's deteriorating. I think he knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, this is his chance to just see how he works. Yeah. What's going to happen? This to is to see God. This is fast. Yeah. He's going to see God here. Yeah. And the first thing Mozart asks him is if he believes in hell. Do you believe confutati is maledictis? Do you believe it? And he says, what does that translate to? Uh, Consigned to flames of woe. Yeah. And he goes, do you believe it? Yeah. Yeah. And Mozart just goes, hmm. A fire that never dies burning forever. Is it possible? And Salieri's like, it is, but we got to get to work. (laughs) No. No, no, I don't think that's what what you're supposed to get out of it, though. He he goes, yes, it's real. And Mozart just kind of goes, mm-hmm. And that was God. Yeah. Telling Salieri, you're going to hell. I'm going to consign you to hell now. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and now, yeah. The, it's so good. The, the brilliance of this. He pushes Mo- him to work. We to hear the instruments coming out of Mozart's head. Oh, my God. 
points. And Salieri cannot grasp it. At first. He has to... It's like the voice of God shit. Yes. For the last time... He's not able to comprehend it. Mozart has to tell it to him like he's a child. He has to dumb it down. Like, work. Guide him. Yes. To to even understand what's happening. You go too fast. Yes. Um, Because Mozart is just that gifted. That's it. Yeah. It's great. It's utterly amazing. It's... Uh, The... The scene here where it's like it's Requiem, right? It's the death of Mozart. He's making music for his own death. But throughout the whole movie, each song was Mozart's that fit what was going on in the story. Yeah. Which, to have this be the finale is so utterly perfect Mm -hmm. that I think this moment transcends anything I've seen in film. I honestly believe that. You think it's the best thing you ever saw? It might be, yeah. Just because of the composition of the music in comparison to his real life and in comparison to the story, is so well put together. And the villainy of it. Yeah. There's so much evil. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, but also so much beauty. Yeah. It's everything you want in a movie in like compacted in a couple of minutes. I think that's well said. Thank you. It's a great scene. <laughs> um, yep. Mozart begs him for rest. Yeah, he gives it to him. He's like, I keep going. Yeah, they both sleep. Like Salieri <laughs> sleeping on like a stool. Bed. And that's that's what kind of confused me, right? When you think of somebody you're trying to kill, why would you sleep next to him? Because he needs. They're not done. He needs the song finished. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh-huh. he can he can pretend it's his. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because if Mozart kills over, he can't finish it the way Mozart can. Mm. Right. He needs sure. he needs Mozart, aka God, right. to finish the song. Mm-hmm. And then Stanzi comes back. And now plan's ruined. And she's like <laughs> yeah. throwing him out. She's like, get the fuck and out he's of here, begging. guy who was going to rape me. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, she's like, I wish I had, if only I had a servant to escort you why, out. Why you? Because, madam, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> and then it turns out Mozart's dead. Yeah. And we see Mozart's funeral, and then he's thrown into a mass grave. Yes, because he's too poor to even Cheap have wooden his, own, casket. Yep. Yep. his own grave. He doesn't even get to keep the casket. They just dump yeah. it. The maid is shown crying, regrets uh, everything. Everybody's there. All the the opera's playing. Yeah. Like, the, the finished right song is right. playing. But, every, but all know it's his. <laughs> now, uh, a little different. He was not buried in a unmarked right. mass grave. Uh, he was buried as a commoner, but it was still his own gravesite. Um that was actually, I think, dug up later on and moved uh, mm-hmm. to a better one. They dug up his skeleton and they fucked it. Like Red's mother. <laughs> like Red's, Red's mother, mother yes. Yeah. Uh, and I do think it's, obviously for the movie, it's more powerful with the mass grave, but it's nice to know that he wasn't put in a mass grave. Right. <laughs> and then we, we cut back to... A horrified priest. To the horrified priest uh-huh. and Salieri in a wheelchair saying, don't you see? God would rather kill one of his creatures than even let me share in the slightest bit of spotlight. Yeah. Basically. And he blames God for Mozart's death. I am the patron saint of for all mediocrities. I am the patron saint. I will speak for you, Father. (laughs) And as he's being wheeled down the hallway, there's all like the decrepit people. He's looking at the insane people. I absolve you. you. (laughs) Absolve you. Yes. You're all mediocre. Mediocre. <laughs> and it is wow. Just and wow. And that's Amadeus. Like Masterpiece. Masterpiece. 
utterly brilliant. We probably could have spent like 10 hours talking about this. <laughs> like it, you could have gone scene by scene and yeah, delve, delve real deep. Highly recommended. It's such an elevated, like thematic movie. <laughs> elevated. It's, ele- it's elevated. It's, elevated, yeah. it's fucking it's elevated. Too many minutes. <laughs> you think there's too many minutes? Too many minutes. Which minutes would you cut? <laughs> so remember the scene when I, when I was watching it with a mind to try and figure out what would have been cut from the director's cut, the tits, the tits. I, I I had the idea. Now, obviously, people have seen the theatrical cut of this movie, so they can just tell me I'm full of shit if they so desire. But my, I, the one I came up with was the scene where he goes back to the dog guy mm. and begs uh, for mm. more work, and the dog guy just kind of shoes him away. It really doesn't add anything because that we it just shows know more already. desperation. You know, we even yeah. forgot it existed in when we were talking about the film here. It just shows. So more. that was my idea. Uh, there's 20 minute difference, actually. Okay. Uh, Salieri uh, talks of his initial success in Vienna. Um, a section was added where Salieri describes how he believed God accepted his vow and how he honored it. Mm-hmm. Uh, working hard, often for free, staying chast, stuff like that. That's one of them. Uh, there's probably more yeah, that Brian can bring up. Not more, just just a thought. I I'm looking. Yeah, there's a couple of things. Um, there's actually a moment in the theater that's cut from the director's cut. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, when he burns the crucifix, it cuts back to Salieri, uh, and he says, I will ruin your incarnation, which, mm. little things, little differences here. I, uh, I, I assume that some of the opera scenes probably got shaved. Yeah, probably shaved time here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I love every moment of that shit. And yeah, I think that's too. one of the reasons we were able to kind of go through it quickly, because we didn't spend too much time talking about extended dance sequences, right. you know? Of course, yeah. But you need them. They're, They're important. Yeah. Yeah, we skipped a, a decent amount of small takes. One thing that happened in this movie that I really enjoyed. The tits? Was, uh, the I tits. enjoyed the tits. No, uh, the B-roll shots of the town. So yeah. in the beginning. Oh, Vienna is so beautiful looking. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, you have B-roll shots, the same three or four shots, and you hear his music echoing through the streets. I actually had that thought, too. And what I love about this. Yeah. You understand the layout of the area so inherently well by the end because yeah. they keep repeating the same geography. But you, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, oh, that's that hill. That yeah. leads to this part. And usually in a movie, I don't get a sense of geography like that. Mm-hmm. But like, you feel like you know the town. Like, right. this is here. When you walk down the hill, you're at Mozart's. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, you kind of have the lay of the land just from that. Mm-hmm. So there's four different shot times they do this, I believe. It could be three. I think it's four. The first time you hear the echoing of his music through the streets, because that's when his rise, you see him running through the streets in a, in turmoil in his life. Mm-hmm. And then you see his family coming back to him, a more turmoil. And then I believe at the end, it's quiet because he's dying. Right. Well, there's the one scene where he's walking through like the streets of the town, just chugging a bottle. It, that, yeah. yeah. It's the same shots, though. It's the same exact shots. Same streets, yeah. Same streets but different times in his life, mm-hmm. and it's so well done, because the streets don't change. Right. You know, the town is always going to be the town, and it, it says a lot. I love it. Love it. Let me ask you guys a question. Sure. Is Salieri sympathetic? Hmm. Is he the protagonist of the movie? I He's definitely feel for him, and and uh, I sympathize with him on at certain scenes. Like, when, when he gets his chick stolen... Yeah. You know, you've been in the friend zone. You've seen Oh yeah. You've seen your girl go with the other Go guy. with the hot Mozart guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you can't help but be like 
fuck you. When that happens, you you just want to jounce the ledge. You got to jounce it like you're in a separate piece. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Jounce the branch. I jounce the ledge. Um, The branch, yeah. But other than that, I don't don't really, it doesn't resonate with me personally, the uh, murderous uh, intentions of jealousy. I'm happy to say I've never really experienced that. You said level of rage. You really, you really uh, I have at times for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been bitter about like things and like my efforts and you know not being rewarded and stuff. And like, when is it going to be my time? You know, why don't I deserve this and this person does? Why do I have? I don't know what this is from, but why do I have Ben Affleck? He says name? that when in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Okay. <laughs> wow. When Lord? When's <laughs> going to be, be my, my time? time? Right. That's funny. <laughs> I look in his this <laughs> son of a bitch in his poor eyes, and I say, "When, Lord? When's gonna be my time?" What are you talking about? Uh, it's at the beginning of Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, it's about the, making the movie. When they're talking yeah. about like asking him what's the internet and all that. The yeah. fuck is the internet? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, it's in that scene. And he uh, says, "You know, <laughs> I look into this poor bastard's doe eyes." And <laughs> You just said that line. I, I, I heard it in the voice of Ben Affleck. I couldn't beat. I couldn't. Point well, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah, it, it really speaks to the human experience on so many levels. It, it's it's so much. There's very few people that ever get to be any sort of a Mozart. Like oh, even yeah. like I'm not even talking on a global level. You know, yeah. historic level. Yeah, just like the best kid on your sports team. You know, that it comes naturally to, but even and then, you try harder. Even the best kids on sports teams are going to be forgotten before Mozart. But it's all relative to an individual experience. You know what I mean? I, I, a talent like that happens once in millennia. But I'm, ta- I'm talking... In a thousand years. Obviously, yes. The, when you look at it on a grander level, yes. But as far as individual jealousy, which is what the movie's oh, really yeah. about, you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. It's like if you're a player on a baseball team and you fucking are trying harder than everybody and there's some kid that's on your team that doesn't practice and is just naturally great, mm-hmm. it's fucking torturous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Or yeah, film sure. or anything like that, right. you know? Like when you love something and it just doesn't What's your story, work. Brian? Do you want to tell it? I don't need to because it's just general shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm past that, but, yeah. like, I've been jealous of people at times. Is there something that popped in your head? Just various shit. Like, when I was on the wrestling team, like, or when I did Taekwondo, like, I've never, I'm a, sal- I'm a Salieri. Like, mm-hmm. I am never the. You never get. I don't know. You, you tend to wallow so- in that line of thinking. No, no, no. It's not, it's not that. Like, I am never the person where it just comes naturally and clicks for oh. easily. Like, anything that I'm going to be even remotely successful at, gotta, and, and that is success that. is so relative that I have to try my ass off to even get a little bit. I have no natural talent or ability. As much as I would like some, mm-hmm. I'm a Salieri. You know, and I see people where it's like, they just do it. You know, I'm not I'm not that person. And that's a little infuriating. It is infuriating because you want it. Makes you mad. <laughs> makes you, makes you want to burn it all down. Makes you down to the ground. Mad enough to kill Kyle. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> oh well that's good. <laughs> yeah, like I it's, think that, that that really is. But look, most and I've been people. and I've been bitter. And I've been bitter at times and like, you know, I've wanted 
bad things for people. <laughs> and I've jounced a ledge or two in my day, mm. probably because of this. But, you know, as you get older and mature, you just have to realize that, like, you can only handle your shit and you just got to do that the best you can. Salieri wasn't as mentally healthy as me. No, clearly. He <laughs> killed Mozart <laughs> in this. <laughs> he didn't, though. God killed him. He tried. Yes. He tried. To keep him from being killed by Salieri. Yes. He definitely tried to kill him, though. He didn't help with the process. No, he definitely didn't help. You know. (laughs) But you could argue it was mainly his doing because the rumors led him down Mm. a dark path, you know? If Salieri didn't do what he did, Mozart has more success in the movie. Mm -hmm. In the movie. You know, who knows what I told him not to do. He'd still be alive alive today. (laughs) He had a good point. He had a good point. So, do you have a drawing? I got a drawing. You got a drawing? Yeah. I'm curious if you guys will get this one. Okay. Let's see. (laughs) All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is Jordy. (laughs) The Forge. Yeah. Right? Pen? Do you have a pen? Right? A pen? Yeah. No, I don't have one. You're going to tell me that's not the, the glasses? I could see what you're saying. What do you think? Are you it trying is to? It? I think I know what it actually is. What is it? It's a piano. Yeah, it's a piano. It also could Never be a stage. Yes. Never in a you wouldn't think that's a piano. You know what? Just because. No. Nope. If, if if I don't I, know how he got that. If I just showed you like the picture without anything, that's the <laughs> the only reason why I got it because I I have context. Yeah, because you know it's on right. the dice. That. I don't know what that is. Brian, that might be the worst drawing. I don't even, I like, it looks like nothing. That might be the, the worst thing The reason I asked for done. a pen is because if you put a line right here in the center, yeah. the bottom half, yeah. to me it looks like a pair of legs and an ass in a Speedo. <laughs> but it, ne- right, but right. it needs the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without the line, <laughs> I don't, it's nothing. A pair of legs. Yeah. So right. Yeah. He's field. so right. Leg, leg, ass. If you yeah. put a little line yeah. for the butt crack. That's what I saw. I'll add that. I'll add it for you in, yeah. the, in post. Yeah, Brian's dying. <laughs> Dude. I see it. <laughs> see it in your own drawing. <laughs> but I have no fucking clue what that is without that. I don't know what that is. This is the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> This is the worst. That's worse than the king? The crown was really bad. <laughs> the caterpillar? <laughs> All right, at least I got this. Yeah. You know, it's... Because the... All right, this is the second at, worst thing at, you've look, ever done. Look, look at how it's curved. That's a nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly not flat. Imagine it's if got you cur- went back and looked it's at all curves. my drawings, and they're curves. all asses. <laughs> <laughs> it's got curve. It's got it's got a little badonkey donk there. Only the, the right but, ass cheek is down. The left is up. Because it's straight up here and not curved at all. Yeah. It's a man's ass. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian's Brian's self-portrait. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I had the mirror out. I was looking. I was in my speedo as I usually am. That is insane. That oh my gosh. All right. I think um, without going into depth, I'm not going to explain more than I have. This is a 20 out of 10 for me. This is the best thing we've watched on this that. show. <laughs> it's a 10, out of, 10 out of 10. It's a 10 out of 10. I wish I could rate it higher. That's that's how I feel about it. 10 out of 10. I'm going to be the, uh, the turd in the punch. I'm going to do 9.9. <laughs> no. 
I, I'm, I'm gonna go with a nine. Nine. Okay. It's not perfect for me, but it's sure. pretty damn close. It's mm-hmm. a fucking masterpiece. Okay. What did you take a point off of? Is there anything specific? I couldn't nail it, but it just isn't a 10 for me. I will go uh, a step further, and I have thought about this for a while. Sure. Uh, this is my favorite film of the 1980s. I think it's the best of the decade. Sure. Agreed? That might be the best of the century for me, man. <laughs> you like, really loved it that much. Dude, I want to watch it again. <laughs> uh, I think I think it's the best film of the 1980s. It's so good. Like, it's... Brian's going to disagree. He's going to say, like, Raid is a lost art. Yeah, he's going to say some fucking popcorn <laughs> yeah, culture Oh, Back bullshit. to the Future. <laughs> no, it's going to be some popcorn Spielberg garbage. You're goddamn go. right. Here we yeah, go. Exactly. What is it, Brian? Yeah. It's probably Back to the Future. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> or Raiders. <laughs> 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 Just be thankful I didn't say View to a Kill. <laughs> <laughs> James Bond invents snowboarding in that movie, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. He, is, that's the Depeche Mode one? Depeche Mode. Oh, Duran Duran. Yeah, Duran Duran. He gets a, uh, like... Invents snowboarding? He invents snowboarding, yeah. He gets, like, a, um, like, a beam almost, right? And he goes down it alone, like, surfing down the mountain, and they play Beach Boys. Wait. Why? Invents snowboarding? Yeah. Skis, skiing has been around for... Snowboarding, yeah. Snow, snowboarding was Nobody just made a board? No, James Bond invented it. Or s- they had sleighs. Marty Slays McFly invents skateboarding in yeah. Future 2. Did you know that? Yeah. You also, did, he invented know. hoverboard skating. Hoverboard, well, that was, yeah. that was he took that from the future. He didn't invent that. But he went back yeah. to the 50s, and he broke that kid's That's right. wooden scooter, mm-hmm. and then he used it to skateboard. Oh, no, it was the first one, not the That's second one. That's the first one, one yeah. yeah. He yeah. he doesn't do it again in the second one. No. He has the hoverboard. He has the hoverboard, and he gives the pit bull to that uh, little girl. No. Thanks. I got a pit bull now. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. That's it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Those uh, boats don't work on water. That's good. You need power. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell me that's not one of the best movies of the 80s? Come on, Brad. <laughs> Thank you for watching, for listening, and well, tell the people subscribe. what to Ring the bell. Ring the bell like Salieri calling a servant <laughs> while ins- I'm naked to insult <laughs> a man's wife with her tits out. <laughs> while my balls are out, I want you to call a servant. Yes. <laughs> Ready, guys? <laughs> Buckle no, in, not. audience. No. Here we go. Buckle up, buckaroos. Yeah. <laughs> fast forward 10 minutes, he'll still yeah, be talking. <laughs> Why don't you pre record this? <laughs> Because sometimes comedy arises as we're doing it. We just insult you. (laughs) As long as it's funny, I don't care. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you all for listening and or (laughs) watching. Well, I got to get ready. (laughs) You need need your lung capacity for this. Like and subscribe on YouTube. I just said that. I I like to say it again. You gotta really hammer it home. No, you just you have to stick to the bullet points, otherwise your whole speech is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna give a big thank you to Tom, Steve, Dave, Bry, Walt, Q, get him, letting us record down in the studio. It's always appreciated. Uh, what else? Oh, follow us on all social media, Reviewing History Pod, Review History Pod on Twitter, Reviewing History Pod everywhere else. Go to reviewinghistorypod.com to buy some merch. 
Uh, follow me personally on all social media at Brian Rupert. Uh, follow me on Letterboxd. I rank review every single movie I watch. Give us a rating or review on Apple iTunes, Spotify. Helps potential sponsors find the show. Thank you so much. We will see you next time. Bye.